Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. definitely puffs I yes just, you know some things are, i am willing are worth it yeah most things i'm, I'm like store brought you know store brand whatever sure, yeah. cheapest what tissues that ain't it toilet paper also no no but you can't no. i know i've i felt bad the other day a client had a runny nose and <laughs> she was like i'm sorry do you have a tissue and i was like oh fuck no i haven't got like i always get some this time of year and yeah I, just, I hadn't gotten any and then I was like, let me get you a paper towel. Fuck, I'm out of paper towels, no, too. No. So I had to be like, hang on. And I ran to the bathroom yeah. and got a bunch of uh, toilet paper with, like, my gloves on. I had color on. <laughs> I had to, like, wipe my gloves off. And I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, that's this a is mess. my fault. That's a messy time of year. If I have to use paper towels, like, especially the brown ones, you know, like, when I was, like, at uh, work and stuff. Yeah. I would get them wet first. That's which, smart. like. Yeah, because if you blow your nose into those brown paper towels, it doesn't even stick. Well, yeah, and also it tears up your face. Yeah, and so like it kind of reduced their like absorbency power. I mean, they're already we're absorbed. Barely absorbed but yeah, at least I'm not like just rubbing <laughs> this <laughs> scratchy paper onto my face forty times a day. Yeah, but when I'm at home, uh, yeah, puffs absolutely Plus lotion. Yeah, this is not a sponsored. <laughs> but Great it trip. could be but yeah hey Get puffs at us puffs yeah let us know i'll do it i'll talk about them every episode i'll blow my nose into the <laughs> microphone for enough money you just did it for free yeah but i'm gonna edit that out i'll leave it in okay for enough fair. money yeah for enough <laughs> money i will torture our listeners yeah well you know what if they would pay more on the patreon i wouldn't have to subject myself <laughs> to the humiliation <laughs> that is puff sponsorship that's just how we oh my god do you remember that one advertisement for like pandora do you ever listen to pandora no i'm not since spotify became a thing but before yeah i just remember one of the dudes at whole foods was listening to pandora one day and he had like the free version so it was playing ads and it played an ad that was just like 15 or 30 seconds of cats meowing annoyingly and then they were like if you had pandora premium you wouldn't have to hear this oh my god that's so funny (laughs) i was like that's so rude i only heard it one time but it was just like hey our ads are terrible (laughs) maybe you should pay us money reminds me of when we used to hang out when best friend bar existed Mm. at 2 30 to get everybody to leave they would just blast like cat fight yeah noises over the speaker to I get mean, everybody out you don't want to hang out in that anymore but so i'm saying that's how we'll get people to join the patreon is we'll just start blowing our nose directly <laughs> into the microphone and <laughs> on the be free like, version patreon it doesn't have that yeah 
you don't want to hear us sneeze into your ears, maybe you should be on the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon, snot free. <laughs> you never know where in the episode it's going to be. Ad free, snot free. It'll just show up at some <laughs> point. We'll just be talking and then. Yep, I think this is a great, great marketing yeah, idea. It's going to work really well. I think so. I heard um, an ad today like 12 times because I was doing something while listening to a podcast and I couldn't skip through the ads. Mm-hmm. No one should do that. Don't skip through them. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> listen to the ads. <laughs> this one was one with Shaq. And he was just like, hey, it's Shaq. <laughs> Are you still buying regular printer ink? <laughs> it's like, Shaq, what have they done to you? That man has every finger in a different pie. What a fall from grace. He's just like, what else can I advertise? He's making the pizzas over at Papa John's now. I know, and now he's advertising printer cartridges. He's advertising printer cartridges. He's advertising for the general. Oh, yeah. And he's a genie. <laughs> he's a genie. Maybe that was somebody's <laughs> wish. They were just like, please make my business successful. And yeah. he's like, I'll do it in the best way I know how. I'll put my face on it. <laughs> and no one will be able to resist. I do appreciate that Papa John's commercial where Shaq's like, hey, when I say a handful of pepperonis, I mean my hands. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a genius. Like, yeah, thanks. You got big hands. Yeah. That's like the whole thing. Exactly. Anyway, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about ads. Man, we're just hanging out, drinking some tea. Yeah, because it's cold in here. And it is. It's warming up. It is. Um, we're, we're, we're into... We got like space heater season. Two weeks of being like, it's comfortable in the podcast. And now it's cold. So short this time. (laughs) It'll be fine. I mean, you know, we'll persevere because we love you guys. Join the Patreon. Sneezing into your ears aside. Join the Patreon so we can buy some heat. Please. Help us. We're in a garage. Please. It's cold. Also, I'm sorry I sound like this. It's not my fault. Vocal fry. I got the vocal. I'm just permanent vocal fry right now. Yeah. What are you going to do? So what we are actually doing <laughs> is recording a podcast called Replay Rewind. I'm Meat Wedge. I'm Bucket Snake. That's Bucket Snake. Bucket Sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording a podcast called Replay Rewind. Like I said, it's about kids movies from the year 2000 or before. And what we do every month, we pick a movie that maybe we've seen, maybe we haven't. And we talk about what was going on in the world at the same time that the movie came out so this month we're talking about animated classic charlotte's web from 1973 because it's bucket snake's birthday month yeah so they get to pick the movie i wanted to watch it and actually i mean i think it'll be fun to cover but truly i just have been i had an urge to watch it and i knew we were going to cover it eventually so it just yeah why not now i don't want to watch it and then us cover it in like six months and then i'll be like yeah. ruins the intro if yeah. i remember everything although to say that i would remember something for six months is <laughs> kind of funny <laughs> yeah yeah you guys listened to that three-year anniversary episode where i couldn't remember shit <laughs> Wait, there's a lot of information yep so the first week of the month we talk about what was going on in the world as far as history yeah. The second week we talk about pop culture. The third week we pick a theme that pertains to our movie, and then the fourth week we talk about the movie. Yeah. This is the first week. That means it's the history episode. Yeah. So we're going to discuss the all-encompassing world history of March 1973. Mm-hmm. Usually it's very uh, 
U.S. centric because that's where we live. So sorry. What were you doing in 1973? Nothing. Yeah, me neither. My parents didn't even know each other. My parents did because they went to school together. Oh, yeah. And my, in 73, my mom would have been 13 and my dad would have been 15. Mm. So my dad was in Vietnam. Oh, yeah. What was he doing there? Which will feature very heavily uh, in this episode. Vacationing? Yeah. Real good time for it. Yeah. Tourists seeing the sights? Mm-hmm. Real good time for it. Do you think there was anybody that was just oblivious <laughs> to the, there being a war and they were like, I'd really like to visit Vietnam and the flights are really cheap right now. Super I'm cheap. Not sure why. Yeah. Hopefully not by 73 mm-hmm. because that's when the world, that's when the world ended. That's when the war ended. Yeah. So if tw- after 12 years, you were just like, I think I'll go to Vietnam. <laughs> it's like- Surely the war is over by now. <laughs> Are we still doing that? Oh my god, I was cutting kids' hair today, a bunch of little kids, and they're all sitting there while I'm cutting one of their hair. Sure. And there's like four other kids around, all having kid conversations, which is so cute. Love that. Except for some reason, one of the kids was like, hey, I heard that World War Three was going to start on November 1. <laughs> and the other adult in the room was like, today is November 1st. And he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He was like, I think Russia and Ukraine and blah, blah, blah. And we both were just like, don't worry about that, buddy. Yeah, it's really okay. Just be a kid. It's okay. Don't worry about that right now. Yeah. We'll worry later. (laughs) November 1. I I put it down in my little calendar. It says right here. And then late. (laughs) The other adult was like, where did you hear that? And the kid said, oh, on TikTok. And she was like, you need to get off of that part of TikTok wherever you ended up. Get off of TikTok at all. How old was this child? Probably between eight and ten. Still. Yeah. That you end up in things like that when your brain is mm-hmm. impressionable. You don't know how to fact check. Get out of there. I know. Poor kid. Disgusting. I can't, like, I'm every day I hear more things that I'm like, the boomers are right. <laughs> and that's one. I'm like, TikTok should just not exist. Yeah. It's so dangerous. It can be. I know a lot of people say that they learn stuff from it. Sure. If you're in the right corners of it. Sure. But I think, yeah, you probably need maybe a fully developed brain. Well, and it's just the completely like unregulated. Yeah. You could just say whatever, you know, and it's just like it could be cool. I mean, that's the whole internet. I know, but. The idea of the internet is so cool. It makes the world so small. We can all communicate instantly. We should all be like hella empathizing with each other, but instead we're just like. Right. We just troll each other and spread lies. Yeah. It's great. We're, we're doctor too, photographs. Yeah, we're too immature for the internet, honestly. That's true. But we're glad that you have the internet. Yes. So listen to this podcast. Yes. Sorry, we're getting <laughs> off track. That's um, my fault. So the world population in March of 1973 was 3.9 billion people. We are yep. now up over eight, right? I think so. We're pretty close to it. Last time I counted. The average life expectancy was 71.4 years in the U.S. Yeah, of course. And the average annual income was $12,900, with yeah. minimum wage being $1.60 an hour. <sighs> the average cost of a new home, $32,500. New car, $3,200. Oh, okay. Gallon of milk, $1.31. A gallon of regular gas, $0.40. Cents, and a postage stamp, $0.08. Cents. Damn. Yeah. You could just be sending letters. <laughs> now you can't afford it. Now you can't afford it. I know. I actually I bought a lot of stamps recently because I've been sending postcards and they're like 60 something cents. That's and then the international ones are $1.50 a piece. Yeah. I so know. I'm like, it's a piece of cardboard. 
Yeah. Why is it so much? I don't know. I know. When I send mail to my friend that lives in England, I'm like, I have to Google how many stamps to use every time. I'm like, I just got the forever international ones. That way, if it goes up, whatever. So So, the president at the time, Richard Nixon, of course. Dick Nix. Also, Times Man of the Year, along with Henry Kissinger. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Although we did establish that time is very lazy and just picks whoever is the president. I think they pick whoever was elected president yeah. that year. This was he was almost on his way out. I mean, he resigned in 1974 because mm-hmm. they were in the midst of the Watergate scandal at this point, finding out all this like, information about it. Yeah, man of the year, hell but yeah! But he also he, he was chosen. He and Kissinger together were chosen for their work with diplomacy with China. So oh. they had also been doing good things. Okay, so on to some news. Let's hear it. March first, big day. A lot going on on this day. <laughs> all right. The Palestinian terrorist group Black September Organization kidnapped and killed U.S. Ambassador to Sudan, Cleo Knoll Jr., and his charge d'affaires, his guy, oh, yeah. Curtis Moore, as well as the charge d'affaires to the Belgian em- to the Belgian embassy, a guy named Guy Eide. Guy Eide. Okay, Black September? Guy? Bad. He's Belgian, so it's probably Guy. Yeah. Uh, they're bad. You know, yeah, terrorist group killing people. Yeah, what a sick name! I know. Like they picked a good name. Yeah, they did. The what? It's like it was March. What do you? What happened in September? <laughs> Why was September so bad? I don't know. So they were mad because they had demanded the release of Sirhan Sirhan, who had killed Robert F. Kennedy, and the U.S. government was like, "No," and they're like, "Okay, well then we're gonna kill your guys," and they did. Yeah, which is rude. They're like, "No, this guy, <laughs> this guy bad. He shot this man. You can't have him." He's a criminal. Yeah. Don't go killing more people because of it. Also on March 1st, the Xerox Alto, the first computer with a graphical operating system. So it had a vertical monitor that displayed keyboard choices of operation to the user. Huh. And a mouse with three buttons hmm. became available for sale or lease. It cost $32,000 or almost $222,000 in today money. So the same amount as the average cost of a home yes. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> You could buy 10 cars or... I bet 222000 is pretty close to the average cost of a home now, too. Yeah, actually. that's true. The first computer is just like <laughs> the, the measurement for home costs. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder how much, how often it like synced up. Yeah. The American Indian Movement, also known as AIM. Oh, AIM owns some messengers. Still <laughs> we're still in the middle of a standoff at Wounded Knee. Yeah. Where they had seized the bureau of indian affairs building to be like you guys aren't taking us seriously yeah you know we demand yeah to be, to be heard yeah. yeah on march 1st they released the seven hostages that they had taken two days prior but they did not end the standoff yet hmm. that happened on march 10th when the doj said okay we'll take down your blockade if you guys will get out of all the trenches that you dug for this like shootout that we have going on basically Ooh. and then the next day on march 11th they had a ceasefire because an AIM sniper shot and wounded an FBI agent. Well. And they're like, all right, enough. I mean, sometimes you got to do things to be heard. Exactly. I actually just listened to an episode of Strange and Unexplained about a woman who was part of AIM who was like found dead mm. under very mysterious circumstances. Of course, yeah. That's pretty interesting. That's sad. Also, two men kidnapped the mayor of Gallup, New Mexico and barricaded all three of them in a nearby sporting goods store in protest of the mayor's election to the Board of Regents at the University of New Mexico. They're just mad. Who cares? That he got put on it, I guess. I don't know. 
The mayor was able to escape through a window when the police shot tear gas into the building. One of the kidnappers killed himself. It didn't say what happened to the other guy. What a weird hill to die on. I know. Unless he was like really <laughs> terrible, but... All on March Dang. 1st, huh? Yeah. Like I said, very busy day. Richard Nixon was probably like, you know what? Actually, I am going to go. <laughs> this is terrible. Just all in one day? Stop. I gotta... So I... much happened. Mm-hmm. Vietnam. Right? Plus everyone's mad at me because of the whole Watergate thing. <laughs> So on March 3rd, the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, cool, also known as CITES, was signed in Washington, D.C. at a meeting of representatives of 80 nations and would enter into effect on July 1st, 1975, which is weird that they were like, this bill is so important. Two years from now, yeah, we're going to make sure you got to finish up your alligator boot sales, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it probably takes a while to implement. Yeah, that's true. How are, Okay, we're putting it into effect. How are we going to do it? Yeah. The treaty stated that the trade of any animal or plant covered by sites cannot threaten the survival of the species. Okay. This includes the entire animal or plant, living or dead, or parts of it used in any way. So hides, cosmetics, medicine. You know, you can't be like, well, I just took some of it and put it in this eyeshadow. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Stop it. So they're saying... That you can't use any parts of an animal if it's going to threaten the species? Yes. Okay. You can't trade yeah. the animal or the plant whole or part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's... If that species it. is, yeah, threatened. Exactly. On March 4th, the British yacht Aralyn was struck by a whale <gasps> off the coast of Guatemala and sank into the Pacific Ocean. The two sailors on board, Maurice and Marilyn Bailey, would drift for 117 days on a life raft before being rescued on June 30th. Mm-mm. Nope. Can you imagine just being in the ocean for 117 months? Two days. I would be like, I'm just going to go. <laughs> just let go and sink down into the... Except for that then you're down there in the ocean. I don't know. just feels like one of those things that you're like, you take it literally one minute at a time. Like, well, yeah. any... Any moment I mean, you'd now. have to, and I'm sure you would lose track of time. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how long we've Are been Are they a here. married couple? They must be. siblings? They might be siblings. Let's see. Because their names sound so similar. Yeah. Either way, I'm sure they don't get along anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate divorce. They were married. Huh. Let's see. Did they stay married? The Baileys returned to England and wrote an account of their ordeal, of their ordeal entitled 117 Days Adrift. Which was called Staying Alive! Exclamation mark in the United States. What? Okay. The following year, they returned to the sea in their new yacht, Arlen 2. Marilyn Bailey died in 2002 at the age of 61, and Maurice died in sub- December of 2018. So they were like, fucked it. We're getting back on this horse. We're getting back I on mean, this yacht. You know, it's one whale. What are the odds it's going to happen again? <laughs> well, guys, <laughs> recently. <laughs> That We've whale comes incident. back and it's just like the fish in Spongebob's like, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, yeah. old man? <laughs> Sink every boat. But no, I just can't I, can't, I can't fathom just being in the ocean. No. Just drifting around. At least it was warm. They're in Guatemala, so it's not like, yeah. you know, their toes are getting frozen off. But like, but then they're hot. You're hot. You're <laughs> thirsty, which that has to Probably be sunburnt the worst. As hell. Yeah. Just the worst how feeling. Would, I mean, I guess they would have had to have water. Yeah, you yeah. There's no way. Yeah. yeah, and if you drink seawater, you get even sicker and you die faster. So. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. Drinking seawater, unless they, they must have caught rainwater somehow. Oh yeah, it does rain there.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Also on March 4th. Yeah. While these guys were just floating around in the ocean. (laughs) Mario Fabrini of Fabrini Family Foods held the Great Michigan Pizza Funeral because he owned a food processing factory up in a very small town in Michigan, had like 1,800 people. Okay. And the company had been ordered by the FDA to recall their pizzas on suspicion that the mushroom pizzas had botulism-causing bacteria on them because the canning factory where the marshmallows, (laughs) the canning factory where the mushrooms came from... I've been like, oh, some of these cans are like explode, not exploding, but uh, uh, yeah, like swollen. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's probably botulism happening. So they called him up. They're like, listen, you got to recall all these pizzas. You know, there's they're probably dangerous. So the pizzas were tipped into an 18 foot deep hole in oh. the ground before a crowd of onlookers, and it said that like hundreds of people were there. Like a third of the population of this town had come to watch all these pizzas. That get is dumped so in the funny. Dirt. And the governor was the governor of Michigan came too to like talk to everybody. Wow. Fabrini held the funeral to garner publicity and also show that he was being accountable. Okay. You know, he was like, Hey, I don't want to make anybody sick. Everybody come look. I'm dumping the pizzas in the ground. I'm not trying to, you know, do anything shady here. Yeah. He also uh, made and served pizzas at the event. <laughs> but no presumably mushrooms. different pizzas. Yeah. yeah. No mushrooms on this. Also, after the burial, he laid a wreath of red gladioli and white carnations on the grave, which a report in Atlas Obscura claims represents the colors of pizza sauce and cheese. I mean, yeah. Later, tests came back negative for botulism. So he was like, my pizzas! (laughs) The funeral! For no reason! Fabrini sued the supply company and was awarded $211,000. Oh, good. In 1979. Yeah. And there's a picture here. so wild that... They would ask him to throw it all away without testing anything, too. I know. Like, I understand that you're being cautious, but, like, test one. Unless it, it just, like, they didn't, well, they they asked him to throw them away. They didn't say, like, <laughs> put them all in the dirt. No. But if you're but... like, look, they might have botulism on them. They've already gone out. Because yeah. it was a recall. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, some of these have already gone out or whatever. They're already boxed up. You can't save them now. Yeah. So just to be on the safe side. And maybe it took too long to get the tests back. Yeah. But, Damn. yeah, it seemed like a, I don't know, better safe than sorry, I guess. But Yeah, I guess so. There's a picture here that we'll post on the Instagram of Mario Fabrini just watching all of these pizzas still in their little cellophane wrappers getting dumped into a big open grave. I like that he has a hard hat on. 
<laughs> As if he may be struck by a stray pizza. He just looks so sad. Yeah. So, March 12th, Richard Nixon announced that he was expanding the protection of executive privilege, the means in which the United States president and staff were immune from having to testify or answer questions about the White House events while in office, and said that it applied to former staff members as well. Huh. I wonder why. I don't know. This seems to be coming up recently, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. There are some things, like, I... There's some things where it's like, why? Why is that a thing? Like spousal privilege, you know? It's like, well, you can't testify against your spouse. It's like, why not? What if I want to? Well, you can, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you should have to. Yeah. He, what if he's a murderer? <laughs> you should have to get up there and be like, I saw him murdering. He was murdering, right? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because I would give especially. you an out, too, if you were like, well, I would testify, but I'm scared of him. Right. But now that he knows that I don't have to, I can't. Yeah, that's silly, too. Yeah. It's all silly. I mean, I, I, you know, if you're protecting people, then fine. But it just it se- seems like some rules. This especially is a rule where it's just like, oh, we don't have to testify about what's going on in the White House. It's like, excuse me. Yeah, you do. Please be held accountable. Yes. You are, you should be held more accountable. You're in yes. charge of everything. Exactly. Absolutely ridiculous. Also on March 12th, John T. Downey, America's longest held prisoner of war. How long was he? Is released from the People's Republic of <laughs> China. He's 12 feet. <laughs> Sorry. Is released from the People's Republic of China after being held for 20 years, three months, and two weeks. Jesus Christ. He had been sent. He had been set to be released later that year, but then his mother had a stroke in March. And so Nixon was like, hey, just use this as a like show of you know your humanitarianism china and let this guy go you were gonna let him go anyway let him go a little bit earlier so he can go be with his mom while she recovers and they were like okay what i know which that seems like 20 (laughs) years like like a president could have just been like hey um his mom had a stroke like two days after he was in there you know and then they're (laughs) like ah shit (laughs) well so actually at first i was like damn china why would you hold on to that guy for 20 years that's rude yeah you can't possibly still be beefing about whatever it was you were beefing about when he went in yeah but it turns out the chinese leader they were talking to about Mm -hmm. this tried to give him back so many times oh (laughs) like in the u.s the u.s was like no we don't like him (laughs) because so downey was a cia operative and he was on a mission with another guy and they went down they got caught they got locked up yeah and the chinese government was like you guys are totally CIA, right? And they're like, no. And the U.S. government was like, no. And so they're like, okay, we're just going to lock you up forever because you were doing bad crimes in China. Yeah. And then... You're doing bad crimes. The Chinese government was like, okay, at the very least, their families can come visit. And the guy who was the Secretary of State at the time, John Dulles, was like, no way. You guys are keeping their own trumped-up bullshit charges and we're not going to coalesce to your demands. So their families can't come visit. So they're like, okay we were just trying to you know send a little olive branch here the and then china later w- was trying yeah later china was like okay look we'll let them both go if you just admit that they're cia operatives and the u.s was like no they're not <laughs> keep them <laughs> we don't give a shit and they're like okay we'll just keep them the and fuck? then years later china was like okay different uh, different question i'll let them go (laughs) if you will let american journalists come into china and again dulles was like no (laughs) and also i'm in charge of the passports i'm restricting 
everyone's access to China. No Americans are going into China ever. And he was just like, okay, I guess we'll just keep your guys. I don't know what your problem is. Oh my god. And then they named an airport after that guy. <laughs> Dulles. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah? Yeah. Where is it? I don't know. Oh, I've okay. heard it before. Oh, all right. Anyway, yeah, absolutely oh. wild. I'm sure they just like kept going back to tell John T. Downey, like, hey, man, we tried, but they don't <laughs> want you. <laughs> uh, Virginia. Oh, okay. So, on March 14th, Vietnam released 108 American POWs, including John McCain. Oh. That was when they let him go. March 26th, women are allowed into the London Stock Exchange for the first time, which women had been allowed into the New York Stock Exchange since 1967. Mm. Take that, London. <laughs> wow, 67. I know. <laughs> so early. Should have been since day one. Right. March 28th, the final stage of repatriation of 591 American prisoners of war in the Vietnam War started. They started kicking that into gear. They released 148 people that day. Yeah. Including Ernest C. Brace, who was the longest held POW in Vietnam, mm. who was just a civilian. Oh. Probably a guy just on vacation in Didn't Vietnam. I yeah. was like, hello? <laughs> so he'd been there for eight years. Damn. And it then March. Like- I'm just trying to go on vacation. I don't, yeah, I'm I trying to stay nice. here for eight years. Right. I have. I'm probably late for work. <laughs> I hope I still have a job. Oh. March 29th, the last American combat troops left South Vietnam. Mm. And they also returned the last group of 67 POWs on that day. So they were like, okay, all right, it's over. Take your guys. Get yeah, out. We Sorry. Won. We you had lost. this one. And on the last day of March, a woman... In Cincinnati, Ohio, gave birth to two babies who were not twins, although they had the same biological parents. She had a rare condition of two uteri, two mouths to the womb, and two cervices. Only the second time in recorded medical history that such an event had occurred. Uteri. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just a weird word. It is a weird word. I just wanted to say it. Yeah, she literally was just cooking two completely separate babies at the same time. So, both eggs were fertilized at the same time, I guess? Yeah. I, guess, I mean, you know, you've got yeah. a lot of sperm that gets released all at once, and some of it goes left, and some of it goes right. <laughs> Which... <laughs> I just imagined a sperm being like, there was a fork in the road, and I <laughs> chose... And that baby was Robert Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Feel old now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's super wild and like yeah. <laughs> you think that some women who have like a really hard time trying to get pregnant were just like oh but two of them at once that's fine that's cool oh yeah you got then, two uteruses and mine doesn't even work i just got one and it doesn't work at all damn no i can't imagine like whew. also it i feel like it says a lot about just medical care for women because clearly that woman had not been to a gynecologist <laughs> I guess not. I mean, unless she already knew and they were like, this is a possibility, but... Yeah, maybe. Keep them both open for business and you're doubling <laughs> your chances for babies. But I also guess. you might have twins? Yeah. What do you call... They're not even fraternal twins. They're literally just simultaneous babies. I mean, they're not, but they are. I would still... I mean, like, what would the difference be? Yeah. I'm, I don't know that they're just not in the womb together. Yeah, they're in separate wombs, but they're still going to, like, grow up together. For sure. They're not split off of the same, like, fertilized egg or whatever, but... Yeah, but neither are fraternal twins. That's just two yeah. eggs that get 
So, I mean, yeah, I guess it is the same. It's yeah. just that you share a womb in these ones. Cooked separately. Didn't. It's like my oven. Yeah. I have two ovens. Exactly. And I can make two things at the same time. Your double uterus oven. Like, that way the pumpkin pie doesn't smell like turkey. Hmm. Smart. I <laughs> know. <laughs> anyway, that's absolutely wild. That I mean, is wild. I don't know. She's an uh, unidentified, so I don't know how much they knew about her. I don't know if she knew that she had this condition ahead of time yeah she must or they got in there and they were like huh yeah <laughs> doing the ultrasounds and they're like okay you're huge but there's only one baby over here <laughs> what if we go over to this side totally different baby ah two stupid dogs were they born at the same i hope time? so because i feel like i mean i guess maybe if one was ready to go it would probably induce labor for the other one you have to think but yeah would, i wonder if they developed at different speeds i have so many questions i know i need to know well let's go knocking on hospital <laughs> doors in cincinnati be like we just need i don't care what her name was i just need to know more information yeah only the second time tell us the tea give us the tea <laughs> yeah absolutely uh banana <laughs> two bananas <laughs> not even from the same bunch simultaneous bananas <laughs> <laughs> oh god Anyway, so those are some things that happened in March. There was a lot that was going on. Yeah, it sounds like in it. this month, a couple of plane crashes. There's always plane crashes. Um, yeah, just absolutely wild. Yeah, the world is a wild place. But I picked the most interesting things. For... I feel like anybody who studies even a minuscule amount of world events has to be persuaded not to be a politician. To be in charge of any of this would just be so awful. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah ha- to have to make a single decision right then people are like well how did this happen and you're like uh there are a lot of factors <laughs> i don't know thousands of people yeah and money it's complicated it's just money you just yeah well, just who's money. gonna pay me more makes it really easy i guess so well i guess we should get i guess i want to go read about this two uteri lady yeah i'm just gonna say uteri a lot Two uteri. It's if- like two chains. <laughs> if I didn't know the word in this context, I would say you Terry. <laughs> like Sherry you Terry. Sherry you Terry. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that's it for us. If you need us, you can find us on the internet, on Instagram, Gmail, Replay Run Podcast. Um, you can listen to our other episodes on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartMedia. All of those places, anywhere that fine podcasts are streamed for free. We also have a Patreon that you can join. That is not free, but the money goes to us and it helps us keep going. And it's very nice. And you get a sticker in the mail and we'll shout your name out on the show. And you get to feel good about yourself because you're supporting two weirdos in a cave. Yeah, you also get bonus episodes every month. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. just well, yeah. <laughs> pay us monthly for one sticker. No, that's just like your uh initiation bonus yeah but we put out goofy ass bonus episodes and we do an extra movie every month that's not for children usually well sometimes kids watch them but they're not meant to right not the intended art audience (laughs) 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 whatever just leave it leave it in there i don't even care anymore Um, you can also go join our coffee page if you want other ways to support us financially because I know that you do. And we've got magnets and stickers and pins and other things over there. Or if you just want to download one episode from a bonus movie that we've done, 
those are over there too ko-fi.com slash replay rewind podcast it's all over there go check it out or you know if you don't want to give us money i get it things are tight just tell your friends like subscribe give us a five-star rating and and tell other people to come check us out that's really the best the most helpful thing for us we appreciate you guys and you guys listening and all that you do in the meantime stay fresh cheese bags and don't forget to reduce reuse recycle replay and rewind Stay fresh, you dry. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.